Are you my podcast? 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 Hi, Sarah Colonna. Hi, Mary Radzinski. I mean, I just saw you. Do you miss me? I do. I do, actually. You were here visiting. It was a nice visit. And now you're in Vegas in a hotel room holding your mic in your hand because you forgot your mic stands. I am. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody just standing here holding my dick in my hand, all embarrassed. (laughs) I forgot my mic stand packed, had two checked bags, which Sarah Colonna, uh, it's, it's, it goes against everything she stands for and still forgot my mic stand. Well, we have a lot to talk about, about your two checked bags. We're going to do it on the Patreon for this coming Sunday. So those of you that are Patreon members are going to have, there's a lot, there's quite a story to tell that was really funny. And uh, don't forget that obviously if you're a Patreon member, you get bonus content because can't stop, won't stop talking about Married at First Sight when we end here. We go over there and it's only $7 a month for Sundays and plus bonus content on Thursdays. You, You enjoy your life. You join us. You have some fun. Um, we have some fun. I feel, I think I'm going to have a couple unpopular opinions tonight. Ooh, I love when you say that. Yeah, I'm prepared to to have an unpopular opinion and it's going to be fine. I think okay. that I, I have my reasoning and we'll see how everyone feels about it. But um, doesn't matter. I get to have my own opinion. Everyone does even when they're unpopular. I will say quickly, if any of you are in the Syracuse area, December 29th through the 31st, I am performing there at the Funny Bone in Syracuse, the 29th through the 31st, one show each night, sarahcolona.com or Spokane. I will be there February 1st through 3rd. I have a ton of dates after that too, Batavia, Illinois, Lowell, Arkansas, um, 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 I forget, but they're all on my website, Tulsa. They're all on my website, sarahcolona.com and tickets are there. Mary. Yes. Um, I, yeah, soul Joel's December 29th outside of Philly. Come see me, Mary And then Cap City in Austin, Texas, uh, Cap City comedy club, January 12th and 13th. Again, Mary and hopefully lining up some other dates after that. So stay tuned, girl. That's right. That is right. I um there's a lot, so let's just dive in. Yeah. Obviously, if you have an opinion and you like to talk about it, we have a Facebook group, Are You My Podcast Ers? It's a lively thread on Wednesday nights as long as well as just a fun group to join. Mary, I would like to start with Becca and Austin, because there wasn't like a ton on them, but they are getting Closer to the dream. Oh my! Closer to the dream. <laughs> according oh, to the Married I mean, at First Sight soundtrack people. Sarah, now I rarely pay attention to the songs because I know I can count on you to pluck out the best ones and sing them to me with your sweet, sweet vocal stylings. <laughs> However, I did hear that one and I thought to myself, so the dream is is basically penetration, right? Yes. That's what they're yes. talking about, right? Yeah. It was okay. right after Pia visited and they discussed uh, foreplay and Austin thought maybe Becca was getting a little too horny on camera and kept trying to tone <laughs> that down. And then they were like, closer to the dream. And 
Um, I guess that is the dream. Maybe a finger bang is the dream. We found out yeah. tonight. She is, he is open to foreplay, but he didn't ever say that before. Anyway, the, I don't, I mean, look, I felt good this episode. And then I saw the previews for the rest of the season. Yeah. Which I know that we've all already seen a preview that, the, that Emily is in a bad accident, but so that looks like it's still coming. I'm guessing since it wasn't on the honeymoon, well, usually the other time they're doing activities like that is like a couple's retreat or something, but oh, who knows? Right, right. But, or they just do it on a random Tuesday. I don't know what these two are up to, but that d- looks fucking terrifying. It, it looks gnarly. It looks really bad. And listen, I don't, again, I'm not trying to paint myself as a big old hoe or I'm not, people can do what they want when it comes to intimacy. As long as it's consensual, everybody's happy. The fact that I found out tonight that they haven't been exploring crevices and orifices, is that the right word? Orifices? Sure. Well, you you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just thought that they hadn't had sex. I did not realize that they have been, air quotes, making out. Becca and Austin, yes. Becca and Austin for weeks now. I mean, I can't imagine. (laughs) Now, I I knew she was frustrated, but I mean, I would be, I'd be crying. I'd be like, can we just, can we be done with the making out even? I mean, this is, that's a lot of making out with nothing else. It's a lot of making out with nothing else. I, I don't even get the sense there's dry humping. And I know there's not even like a rub enough to like rub in a tingle. I, it sounds like it's just nothing. It sounds like it's nothing to the point where she was trying to make sexual jokes during a, a, a cribbage game. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh God, oh no. I just think, I, I, I listen. At the group thing, he said they have religious differences and that he's just slower intimacy. Now, I was getting very concerned about this. He did say to Pia that has been an issue for him in the past. That made me feel a little bit better about it doesn't necessarily seem like it's an issue just with him and Becca, right? With her, right. Yeah. Yeah. I took that too. Yeah. And that must make Becca feel a little better, right? Yeah. And maybe he said that to her already off camera, but I thought for me, that was the first time I've heard him maybe say on camera, like this, this has been a problem with other relationships. I just move slow. I I'm, I'm getting the sense. And again, maybe it's his, just his belief system about sex and all the things. That's totally fine. I don't have a problem with that. I'm getting the sense. I just wonder if he's a little bit, um, uh, if he's got some confidence issues. Ah, okay. I think I see. I, I think I understand that. That would make sense to me, especially when she's so, um, confident and sort of sexually comfortable in her own skin. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I can't, obviously all we do is sit here and guess. We have no fucking idea what we're talking about, but I don't know if he, if it's just like a self, he needs to build enough confidence in a relationship to feel comfortable being more uh, forward sexually or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say that that's, that absolutely has to be the problem or not a problem, but potentially a conflict or an issue or a roadblock. Because it's very clear that he knows how horned up she is. I mean, it comes up all the time. So she's she's given all the signs that she's ready. You know, there's no question marks there. But then, like, if he says to Pia today, yeah, well, of course I'd be open to other 
to 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 foreplay and other things. Why hasn't that come up naturally then? Because I smell bullshit when he says that. I, I okay. Think, okay. I think. Okay. I think he was uncomfortable talking about sex on camera with Pia there. I think he was like, "Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, no, things cool. It's great, man." And then he's like, "Oh, look at her. She's so horny." And I don't, he just <laughs> he, he sounded really. Listen, I never have to hear Pia say banging energy again either. To be oh, honest with you, true. Um, that, that made me crawl up. Thing. Yeah, that make me kind of crawl up within inside myself a little bit, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't. I think, I don't think it is an attraction to Becca thing. Of course, I could be wrong, but he's so light. Even when they were in the grocery store, just for a quick clip, he was all lovey dovey, put his arm yeah. around her. Yeah, um, and she says, "I can empathize that, it, and I am attracted to him." Of course, if it were up to me, I'd move further, but I understand that he. Just as slow, he just keeps saying, "I'm slower moving, slower moving." I just don't. I, even at the end, when she, he, he, you know, it was clear that Becca was ready to saying, "I'm ready for foreplay. We can do it." He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm totally fine with it. I love it." And he didn't <laughs> love it. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's yeah, that's a that's a love it, love it. That just yeah, it's a thing you say. He wasn't feeling. No, yeah. in fact, you you what you said, Becca said it. She said. Well, are you surprised to, you know, he said, are you surprised to find out I'm into foreplay? She's like, yeah, I'm just surprised you haven't like giddied up and, and just done it then because yeah. So it doesn't make a ton of sense. So I, I smell some bullshit and Mm -hmm. I just, I think she's going to get frustrated. I am afraid. I'm afraid they're friend zoned because that's where he see. I don't know. I don't know. I, everyone this season is so frustrating. I know. And they, they were the, they were the ones that we have the most hope with, you know, I mean, they still are, but it's like, I would just say right now, I don't think it has anything to do with his, an attraction for Becca. I think it's everything you said, or it's something completely different. I think he's attracted to her, but something's up and I smell bullshit. Yeah. And a problem. I just smell a big problem. Um, and I don't, see it getting any better. I don't know. I, I, I just, I think they're just going to end up like buddies and, yeah, and that's all I can kind of see. I mean, there wasn't really much else with them. I, I think that in the, in the group setting, um, it was, it was good for them to, to talk about their differences. Obviously it made, um, I guess Cameron feel better right? Or no, someone felt better. I forget because, oh yeah, it was Cameron because he thought everyone, or Claire, she said she felt better because she thought everyone oh, was, right. listen, these two. Oh my God, Sarah. And then after party. Oh, <gasps> right. I've, I've never been so confused in after party. I, everyone looked confused. Lauren's confused. Cameron's confused. Everyone's confused. Brennan was confused. Brennan was confused. And I, and I think he usually has a pretty strong opinion about everything. Um, yeah. Let's just talk about Claire and Cameron. Cause I don't, there was a minute where I thought they were, they were getting kind of cute. I have never denied that she sort of takes digs at him, but then this, and then, but then I thought, Oh, maybe she's just sort and then this episode, I was like, oh, she takes it's he can't do anything. No, no. He can't he takes constant digs. Then when they woke up in the morning and she was talking about 
how she was hot. And he's like, well, you never asked to change the thermostat. And then when he was eating and he said masticate, and then he's like, I, I like to use big words. She's like, yeah, you could have just said eat. Yeah, you do that a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, she hates him. She hates him. She gets so annoyed so quickly. That's that's like, you know, that that's like when the sound of somebody's voice just puts you, you see red. I mean, she's already there. They've literally known each other for days and she already is just like the sound of his own voice just makes her want to flip a table. It's not good. Okay. And now because I'm pay- paying so, so much close attention, okay, obviously to the show, because that's what we do. I do believe him when he says her off-camera behavior versus her on because she's barely keeping it below the surface <laughs> on yes. camera. Yes. So I think she's concerned about how she's going to come across. So I think she is trying to dictate stuff. And I think he is trying very hard to get her to say the shit she's saying to him off camera, on camera, so everyone doesn't think he's completely fucking insane. Yes, Sarah. That's, that's what yes. it feels like. I mean, he, he said as much almost, but that's what it's really starting to feel like. The oh. whole thing about his dad... And how he said he and 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 you know he's very diplomatic, right? So he said the thing he said last week. He said he was surprised on after party. He's like, well, I was surprised by her surprise because I did tell her he wasn't well enough to get on a plane. He's like, in her defense, perhaps she thought I just meant at the time, right? Whereas for me, he's been like this since I was fifteen years old. So I didn't maybe expand enough. I feel I smell a rat there as well. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that Claire probably, I, I think when he says, oh yeah, no, my dad's not really well enough to get on a plane. She's like, all right. I mean, who cares? Whatever. And then she just moves on because <laughs> I don't think she's, I don't think she's interested No, in he- learning more, hearing more, thinking about more. What do you think? I agree a million percent. And I've always given Claire the credit uh, for being the one that's amazing with communication and just really listening and sort of reiterating what the person has said. And he's a really good communicator and watching him tonight on after party, either he's the best con man that they've ever had on the show, or I believe every single thing he says. I mean, he's very, he's a very good communicator. He is now. I, here's another thing that I caught wind of, which you probably already did too with Claire. And when in saying that she's a good communicator and saying, I hear you and this and that, well, when, when they talked in the morning in bed and he was saying, I didn't realize you didn't, I didn't communicate to you clearly about my dad. Um, she, everything, every time she says something like that, she's ready with, I'm sorry to hear that. That's really hard. Thank you for sharing. Yes. And yes. it start. It it feels rehearsed. It feels like what you just said. It feels fake, or I'm just an asshole at this point. I don't know, but I don't. I'm not buying it anymore. I'm now. I'm not even thinking that. She, I think she is just done. Mm-hmm. I think he can tell she's done, and I think he's trying to get her to say on camera what she says to him off camera, which is "Get away from me! Don't hold my hand." It's not cool, even though on camera she goes, touch me more, hold my hand. And then he's like, wait, what? So I don't know. I do. I believe him for now. I mean, this, we, we flip every week on these two because it's very confusing, but I I don't, she, she doesn't hide her disdain for his sense of humor 
and presence as a human being. No, she she's she's very transparent, or it's it's becoming that way certainly to me and you, and probably the rest of the viewing nation. But what uh, what you just said with that? Oh, thank you for sharing. Oh, that must have been really hard. I'm so sorry. It's literally like a pull cord on a doll. She just responds. It's just a response. It's not. It's and he must. Can we also talk about the fact that he's, I think, in love with her? I mean, he like he's really, really into her and he's struggling. And so it really does make sense to me when you hear him say, tell me if there's a chance, you know, because I'm head over heels here. And if you're if but she won't because she doesn't want to be the one on camera to end it. I know. And it becomes it's and I think he's trying to get her. He's like, look, it's obvious you're not you don't want me. Obviously you're, you're batting me away off camera. So if you can just say it on camera and he was talking about this on after party, then we can just be, I can just leave. We can be cool. I don't have to do this anymore. He literally said it's about protecting himself, which kind of, I was like, Oh, he really does like her. He keeps saying she's the smartest person he knows. I'm like, well, what's that? I don't know. You know, take that down a notch, but, um, yeah. <laughs> it just, I mean, she seems smart, but I'm just saying it's like he he talked about. She said she she has cascading annoyances with him. Her body languages and actions are I don't want you. And he's talking to her about this when they were sitting at their counter or whatever. And it was so weird. She was smirking that entire conversation. Did you catch yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It was it, like really apparent. Yeah. So I don't. I believe. Now, the after party piece where he said, where they talked about the slender thing, and he said, No, I said to her, I got what I wanted. And in her mind, I don't fit that. I'm like, Well, she is slender. I mean, I guess everyone has their own definition. Everyone just stop using the fucking word, and we'd all be better off anyway. But she, she does, I mean, she is in shape. And he was like, No, I did tell her that she is my type. She took it wrong. We already heard her say that before. So we know that part's true. But Lauren comes out with um, that he Claire has told him, I mean, told her that he told her her butt was too big, and if they had sex, he'd never finish. Is that yeah? That's what I yeah mm-hmm. yeah. That was the and I mean, Brennan was like, "Are we still on camera?" And Keisha said yes, and everyone was. I don't. No. Did he deny that part? I was so confused by that conversation. Did he say I never said that? Because I I actually, now that you say that, I'm not sure if I noticed if there was any sort of resolution to that comment because I went had to go back to try to see (laughs) if um, she mouthed the three-letter word for finishing. I was trying to figure that out. And then, um, yeah, I, I I don't know, but that's when they did go into uh, uh, Cameron shared that Claire told him that, and I guess Lauren, that he was not her type because she's into dark, large, athletic black men. And Cameron says he assumes that's not true because all of her exes are white. And I was like, what is happening? This is a lot of new information on After Party. And it makes me love After Party so much. I know it was so confusing because when she's before he finished that sentence, Lauren finished it for him. So she's, clearly, Claire has already told Lauren, "I'm usually into black men as well, right?" Yes, and yes. and that's just my type, whatever, like athletic, this and that. So and he's big. like, "Well, I'm the I couldn't be a, a a wider, taller, sort of more gangly opposite of what she wants." 
but then he says he's seen, he knows all of her exes were not that. So he doesn't believe it. I, I, I don't, I mean, God, I, I wish I could have been there. Cause I would have just, I would have just stopped everybody. And when I would have been like one at a time and I'm going to get Claire on the phone and I'm going to oh. need to talk to everybody here because what is happening? It didn't, what? nothing made any sense. And Brennan said, look, he's always telling all the guys that he's into Claire. And then Lauren says, well, he's, she's telling us he's not saying that. I mean, I, what is happening? I, I have no idea. Lauren was, I mean, the Lauren's reaction, she's always been genuine. And even, and after pretty, she's like, what? This doesn't match anything I know. My whole world has been, you know, tipped upside down. So clearly somebody's not being honest. And I don't feel that it's Cameron if I'm going with my gut. I agree with you on the gut. I would say that's what I think too. I will say that I think there's a possibility at times because of his dry sense of humor that she's taken some things. Now, whether if he actually said you have a big butt and I'd never be able to, you know, <laughs> splooge. I don't Say know. I, I just Say, can't. I like no, I don't like splooge. it. <laughs> I like that you pick splooge as the kind of PG daytime television term that you are comfortable with. Oh, I don't there's, know. There's splooge. <laughs> It's amazing. I I don't know why there is something about the word. I know. It rhymes with rum. Yes. There's something about it that just really doesn't Mm -hmm. appeal to me. It just feels very, I don't like it. And I don't know where I decided splooge is cleaner and better to say. It's cuter. It's cuter. Yeah. A little splooge. A little splooge is cute. It's fun. If only Lauren would have said that, maybe they wouldn't have had the bleeper. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, Lauren, Lauren likes to get to the point. She likes to use the real words. So, yeah, you know. Well, I, I, that whole thing, I mean, it blew my mind. I, Brennan actually for, looked like he just wanted to crawl under a chair and die. <laughs> I and I didn't blame him at that point. Um, I think one of the most, the craziest things was him talking about how when they're on off camera, they talk. And then when they get back on camera, she says something that he said to her before he can say it. That's crazy. Isn't I mean, that crazy? I mean, that insane. That, that had to be. I told you one time that I worked for a lady who um, I told her a dream that I had. And then later, when our whole team was together, she told the team about a dream that she had. And it was the dream that I told her. Oh my God. And I remember thinking, and I was like such a, I was like, she was my, you know, superior. And I was just like, oh, that, that's wild thinking, holy shit, this bitch is nuts. But anyway, that's immediately what I thought about. <laughs> did she admit it to you? Like, did she no. ever make eye contact with you she, or bring oh, it up later? Firm eye contact. Firm eye contact. I think she literally just like either disassociated that it was me. <laughs> I have no idea. I never brought it up. You've met me. I'll fucking, you know. Oh, yeah. and do anything for a few minutes, but anyway, I mean, that it's insane. That that mm-hmm. part is insane. I don't. I just. I don't get. I I understand if she just doesn't like him. And I even said this about Brennan. And I, I get you know last week I think. And if 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 it's just not there, it's just not there. But you can still be decent. And I think what Cameron, from what I from what I felt on this episode. It doesn't seem like he's full of shit, unless, like you said, he's like the craziest con man that's ever lived. But it seems like he's just saying, 
look, you bat me away off camera. You're not interested in me. You've told me this. So just tell me on camera and I'll get the fuck out of this apartment now and it'll be fine. You won't look like an asshole. I won't look like an asshole. And we can just end this because that's what you're telling. He kept trying. He was like, is there a zero point? Is there a 0.1% chance? And she's like, no, I think there's a higher chance than that. And he goes, oh, okay. So then there's hope. But then later, even when they were talking to Pia and there's the whole, first of all, if I hear one more fundamental differences in religion and the way we're going to raise our children, I am going to find out where all the experts live and toilet paper their houses and the trees (laughs) and whatever other other annoying but non-harmful things you can do to people because stop it. Why are you putting people together who have truly fundamental differences? Or are these people so full of shit when they get interviewed? I mean, what is happening? That's what I was going to say, because I know, you know, the experts get my goat with this, but I, it's happening enough now where in religion, that's like what, that's got to be one of the big ones. You know, it's not like going back to like where maybe Kristen didn't want a bald guy with Mitch in San Diego or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, like religion has, that has to be on a couple of the forms. Okay. I'm assuming, (laughs) I'm assuming. So in saying that, in just hearing the bullshit meter that these people this season are hitting there's no there's no doubt in my mind that they fucking lied to the experts i i i truly or like you said before about austin where it was like oh yeah i mean yeah that's fine yeah oh they're a good person oh yeah no that's good enough and and same with claire i think it it would have had to have been claire because i really don't think he cares i think he's like whatever i totally and then when they talked about it in the group thing, he said, "You know, we have some big, some some pretty big difference." She goes, "Huge," and then, "Yeah, huge." I heard that too. Yeah, she's like, "Real big, huge." Yeah, yeah. real big, <laughs> and th- that's why. And so these little pieces that came out, and not that we we've seen her being annoyed with him a lot, but then yeah. we thought, oh, maybe she. I mean, the way he talks in the group, it's like they're really good friends and they have respect for each other. I don't see that from her. I don't see her giving him any respect. Honestly, I see her. Are you bored when you work on the stupid fucking bikes? Are you? Um, yeah. 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 Oh, your dad's the shorts sick. are too short. Yeah. Oh my God. Use big words. No, that's annoying. Um, and I'll tell you what, when they were in that group and he said <laughs> that she is just one of the best person he's met and he's head over heels for her which I do believe he's head over heels for her. I think he's got a real boner for her and, yeah. and, um, and, and emotionally. But when he said all that and she goes, don't make me cry. Oh, but then was not even close to cry. <laughs> I, she reminds, she reminded me of like, um, Joy Behar uh, when they used to be where she'd be like, like, uh, so what big deal? Like she was like, Oh my God, don't make me cry. Like she was verklempt. Like, but it didn't, it really made me laugh. It was like, you, you, you've come closer to crying over a menu than you have over this conversation. Like not at all. Come on. Not at all. And they, so they were the ones that after the group meeting, they said they, okay. He, he, she said, well, actually made me feel better that everyone's kind of having a hard time. I thought we were the ones that were doing the most shitty other than obviously yeah. Lauren and Orion. And um, he said, we do have insurmountable problems. Huge. But huge. 
but we're talking about it. And he thought he thinks it's unhealthy that Becca and Austin aren't, which is the thing that they we didn't haven't talked about yet, but they did bring that up where they said, Yeah, we're just kind of we're just kind of like cooling it with the big stuff. And I, there's gotta be a middle ground. I mean, I don't think you need to talk about your feelings in the future every day, but I do think you can't avoid it every day either. So well, both of these two couples are way too far the opposite way. Yeah. Opposites. I mean, how and not to go back to Beck and Austin, but they're not talking about big things and all they're doing is making out. What are they doing with the other 23 and a half hours of the <laughs> fucking day? I mean, I can't imagine a fresher hell, Sarah. That's a really good point. Um, we just do dry makeouts and then I don't know what dry makeout means, but I think we do. I got it though. Yeah. And uh and then and then we just talk about uh, cribbage and pegging. She was trying yeah. to make a sexual joke. I salsa. Think yeah. Salsa and uh, N90, whatever, N69, whatever it is that they have the Nintendo yeah. that they're not doing. It's oh, just, right. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. Um, yeah. I, and then Claire and Cameron obviously having heavy conversations all the time. And so Pia said, try to get back to just having some fun. Try to um, you know, work individually, just have get more stabilized. Yeah, lighten the <laughs> lighten the hell up. Yeah. And I what I did appreciate though in that moment is that Cameron said, I hear you. I actually believe that's really good advice, but I have to sleep on it. I can't commit to it because I'm kind of at the point that I I know she's not going to stay with me. Right. Right. I, I, she's obviously told him that or something. Yes. yes. I mean, it sounds like she's she's pretty much, you know, laid it all out off camera like this. There's no fucking chance, buddy. That's what it sounds like. One thing that he said before, um, after they had gotten together with the group or whatever, and I think this was before they saw Pia and he talked about, I guess it had to do with Lauren and Orion, but it said that it gave him a little it inspired him to to maybe put himself first a little yes. bit in this situation to me, you know, and it's sort of the writing was on the wall that he's talking about protecting himself, you know, that he's inspired to consider him, himself moving forward because why wouldn't he? And I think that's whether it was right or wrong of Orion. I think he saw him do that and he's thinking, Oh, okay. Maybe there is an option. I don't have to get my heart broken. Yeah. I think he, I don't want him to take that Orion approach by any means, but he, I, right. I knew what he was saying at that moment. And I think that's what he's trying to do. And I think on after party, he really alluded to, or not even alluded, he said that she's basically told him that. And then Lauren says, well, I got the idea that you're staying in the guest room for yourself from her. Right. Not from, and so I don't know what, I don't know if Claire is just like lying, trying to make herself look good. and and then to everyone. Cause that seems weird to lie to the girls about it. Right. Like that's where you would think they would become really honest. So it is really confusing. Right. I mean, what if Cameron uh, may, I, they're both probably sugarcoating something for the camera is what's happening. There's a little bit of both, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm still shook by the whole sex conversation. And I don't think he ever really, again, back to that. I don't think he ever really said, no, I never said that, but he said something about, let me clarify he looked right. Confused. I don't know. That was really weird. I mean, real weird. It it was it was crazy. And 
again, it just sometimes I always wonder like, oh, am I going to watch After Party? I'm never not watching After Party, especially this season. They have spilled so much shit on there. It's amazing. Oh, so much. I Well, let's, okay, yeah. So let's just talk about Lauren and Orion because, um, well, before we do that, let's just hope that someone hits the sheets this season. So far, it doesn't <laughs> seem like anyone's going to. But if you guys do, we have... Our very favorite sheets, one of our favorite sponsors, they're sustainable, they're they're non-toxic bamboo sheets, Etitude, we love you, we rest easy knowing that your bedding is free from harmful chemicals, better for the planet, soft butter, they're soft like butter. Butter, butter. I love it. I love it. Sponsor after I said that. Go ahead. Keep going. No, they're unbelievably (laughs) soft. They're super gentle on all hair and skin types, hypoallergenic. I love them. I all I talk about is how well I sleep because I'm cool now. I used to be a sweater at night and it keeps they keep you cool. Like they keep a comfortable level and body temperature all night long, and I get better quality sleep. They're the best. And just ordered a new set myself. Yes. Same Z's. And I got some for somebody for Christmas too, because I love them so much. And I also love that they're committed to going beyond sustainability. They create products consciously, they give back. And also they have a 30 nights risk-free if you want to return them, which you won't want to, but they have it. So if you're scared about give them a try, know that go to attitude, E-T-T-I-D-U, no, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast, $25 off your batting order. They will last you. They are wonderful sheets. We love them. Thank you, Attitude, for sponsoring us. Hopefully someone uh, has sex in them this season on Married at First Sight, but it's not looking good. Yeah, hopefully someone splooges on their new Attitude sheets. (laughs) I will say, (laughs) um, is this the first season where nobody has... Yes. yet. Yeah. I was going to say in all the talk, all the fights about how they're going to raise their kids, I'm going to be like, you fuckers aren't even holding hands. <laughs> You're not even flicking each other on the shoulder. Like, I, I don't think you need to worry about that for a while. Wait, that's a really good point. Quit talking about kids. <laughs> you, you might want to just get a little bit of penetration action or even feel a boob before you start worrying how you're going to raise your children. Try to hit third. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's so stupid. (laughs) Oh, it's true. They're talking. Well, okay. Lauren and Orion, they, they, they showed up for that potluck. We always obviously know they're not together. I'll tell you what, now that I am obsessed with his, um, Look at me. I'm just trying to make everything okay. Voice. Oh. When he walked in and he goes, I brought desserts. <laughs> yeah. I I thought of you. <laughs> I thought of you, Sarah. It was amazing. I brought desserts. <laughs> yeah. And he said it like nobody else brought anything. Oh. And I just thought if I, that alone would actually make me pick him up and like throw him down the hallway. Just <laughs> him saying that. She seems to have no reaction to that. She's mad about oh, all the other things she should be mad about. Jesus. That alone, I I would be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, she, I love how she was like, I'm just over it and I'm just gonna stand up for myself here and I'm just gonna say, like, you're full of shit basically in front of everybody. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, if he would have walked in and he would have said, 
I brought desserts. I would have been like, I brought a charcuterie. Did you? Who gives a shit? Oh, I would have swatted that tray out of his hand. <laughs> like, like just top down, open hand. I would have knocked it to the ground. <laughs> I've been like, guess you didn't anymore. Yeah. And you know how much I like dessert. <laughs> oh, he would have been like, I brought dessert. You smack it out of his hands. I, I dropped desserts. Whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't take it. I couldn't oh, take it. I, God. Look, I loved it when she started saying, I don't care that she, she, I don't care if people think she was too salty this episode. I mean, I, not that I heard that anyone say that yet, but I'm just saying she, the way she was just like, yeah, it's commendable that you guys actually are sticking it out. It's easy to bail when stuff is hard. It's actually yes. really commendable. I mean, she was, because then he started and he says, like, well, Lauren and I, and then he goes, and then he goes, well, I, and she goes, I, Yes, I, because it, she it was did say all him. Yes, uh, that they divorced, and uh, he he again. She takes this full responsibility. Says she made this horrible, offensive joke, which I think again, if she's wait, she's just beating herself up now at this point. Yeah, like and it's then, over. It, she's yeah. apologized. She's been accountable. He needs to fucking knock this off. Yeah, and also she didn't. It's it was just a weird, awkward moment, and and we yeah. all know she didn't mean anything by it. It's fine. There was but, no malice intended. Yeah, but here she is saying how sorry she is once again, and then she's she says, "Not only did you call me a failure at this marriage and say I failed this marriage, but you then you slut shamed me." And she brought up the thing that was driving me absolutely bonkers last week, which is. I'm he cries about feeling bad on his end. For, yeah. Not for not for her, not for anything he did, not for apologizing, not for his own. But oh, I'm just crying because I feel bad for you. I brought dessert. Yeah. Do you have a good time at the gym? <laughs> I mean, oh, how's the gym? I like oh. I don't think he's an asshole, but when she called him gaslighting, I felt gaslit. So I and I hate that term because I think it's overused, but in this situation, it feels right. Right. I agree. I think she she absolutely used the term correctly. He has been just he has I mean, her head is spinning. I when when Emily asked about when he's like, I just decided to get a divorce, and Emily goes, Well, when did it happen? And Lauren's like, Well, you should speak to that since it's been so many times. Yes. Since you fucking divorced me 91 times and we've known each other for 12 days or whatever the hell. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. He kept go- And then, and he, uh, oh, because he, what that, it was when he said, she said, you don't, I don't think you, he said, I don't think you failed. And she says, well, that is what you said. You, you keep changing it every moment. Well, if that's your truth, that's your truth. And that's what she was like, you're such a gaslighter because oh. he has said that. We, we, again, Guys, the cameras are on you. I know. We we have heard him call her a failure. We have heard him give her no grace. And then we have heard him say, I'm not mad at you for that. And then him say, I can't get over that. We've heard it all. So she has been accountable to the entire time. She says that she's been accountable the entire time. And she says, if you won't hold yourself accountable, I will. Yeah. I am so glad that she spoke up for herself. And you could, I mean, she got so upset. You can see how much pain she's in. And I'm going to just come out. I mean, she's too good for him. There's no, I mean, hands down the way he's behaved. I think he has a lot of growing up to do. I think he needs some therapy. He needs to figure some shit out. She, but I still think in, even in this moment, she's really hurt and, and just 
very upset that he ruined their chance to to go through with this experiment and it makes me really sad because she's she deserves a hell of a lot more than what she's been given yeah and i think her uh, i've seen a couple of people say why does she keep crying over him again i really feel that it's her beating herself up over something and because she's already said, I'm very hard on myself. I tend to, I tend to sort of live in a guilt and shame space if I think I did something wrong. But I also think she's, it's not, I don't think she's crying over Orion at this point. I think she's crying over what she's been put through, the way she's been made to feel bad for something and not forgiven and the way she tried and tried and deserved to be met at the place that she was and she got nothing back, like zero back and got just sort of mind effed the whole time. I, I, that I think is where she's coming from when she's upset. I, she, I, she got mind splooged. Yes. She got mind splooged and <laughs> she, Oh, how about after she broke down and they were like, you're never going to cry again when it's over. You've done it for the last time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> it wasn't like exactly uh, how it went, but it was really like, close. I was close. It was like real close. <laughs> God, I love that. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> I, wait, how about Cameron on After Party? Basically, I don't know if he went to therapy school with Claire for a couple weeks or something during this process, shadowed her or, or whatever, because the way he came in with, he thinks that Orion has never had to. Um, oh, conflict resolution. Yeah. He said he's basically never had to do it in in a nice way, saying he's never taken responsibility for anything or something or, or never had to do it because everyone's always just sort of told him that it was something wasn't his fault. I mean, I don't know how he was saying it, but it felt kind of, it was genius. But It was. I, it was yeah. It was almost too so much that I can't quite figure out what he meant, but I did know what he meant. Well, I knew I felt the same way, Sarah. And then when I see Keisha go, Keisha was like, damn, yeah. I was like, yeah, I think he just made a really strong point. Um, I want to add that regardless of how it went down and we've whatever, the 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 bad joke that I don't even think was an intended joke. It wasn't nothing. Like I don't I I think it was just a, a mistake. Yes. In circumstances. I think in a weird way, Lauren did herself a favor because finding out, I mean, if this is how he is, this, because if it hadn't started there, it would have started somewhere else. He, this behavior of waffling back and forth and I want a divorce. I don't want a divorce. I forgive, you know, you're not a failure. You are a failure. This is a pattern like this. This would have just started with another issue. And it would be a fucking nightmare to live with somebody like that. Oh, she, I would end up in an institution. Yes. If somebody constantly, because no matter how strong you are, how much, no matter how much you know something isn't your fault or how much you're able to, to be clear about certain things, it, someone just back and forth, back and forth until you snap at them. Yes. And I, I couldn't take it. And I think the, um, I don't think she would normally put up with that either. I think. Yeah. I get the impression she just really wanted to follow through with this. And she really mm-hmm. believed in it. She be- I, she wanted to do this. She's still grieving her mother. I keep remembering that too. So I, I and, and I'm, I'm, I have no uh, stance to say this on, but I, I think that part of it is that for her too. I think she feels she doesn't even have 
that best friend, that mother, that per, her champion to talk to about how yeah. insane this is. I mean, she's got the the sister in law who is awesome. Yes, um, yeah. So we we. But I just I just think. I don't know. Now I just made that up, but it just feels that she's got well, a whole big hand dealt to her and her like her person isn't even there anymore right now. Right. So that's kind of why I think we're watching her have more emotion in, in on this too. No, I agree. And and just the fact that she is someone that we've talked about and you've talked about about relating to that blames themselves or just is really hard on themselves when they feel like they have made a mistake or, you know, I just think he would keep taking advantage of that and it would just become like a cycle. And I'm, I'm sorry to see her so upset tonight, but I'm, I'm relieved for her because uh, no, thank you. I no thank you. And I, and yeah, and you, and we have t-shirts that say no thank you on, you can go to our podcast. Are you my, are you my podcast Instagram and link in bio, get yourself some podcast merch for the holidays. No, thank you. Um, I just, I don't know how she, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm hoping, well, they did show the previews for the rest of the season and we, it seems like they end up talking again. I just, I just want, just leave her alone. With us? I know. Just leave her alone. She doesn't yeah. need. They, he's not a friend. I wouldn't want him as my friend because no. He, I mean, God, God forbid you, you know, order the wrong steak or something for him uh, when he's in the bathroom and you, he wants it medium rare and and you order it medium and he can't forgive you. I just can't. I don't yeah. think. I think he would be a a tough. Uh, a tough person, a tough hang, <laughs> a tough hang. I mean, hopefully <laughs> he seems to have good friends. So we've seen a couple of them and I don't know. I don't know if he just is, I, he's obviously very immature and yeah. that that's the main thing. And I do think when you waffle like that, it comes from a place of actually not having no idea what you're talking about and then trying to cover your own tracks. Like we said a yes. couple weeks ago, he was trying to basically bring it back to her so people couldn't keep talking about him slut shaming her anymore. So I just, I could, I, I don't need, I don't need him to, I don't care if the show has to be uh, 35 minutes for the rest of the season because we're down yeah. more couples. Just, I don't, they don't need to, to drag this out anymore. It's, it's done already. Leave her alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's my request. I, I like that. I, um, I'd probably let him stick around as a friend a little longer with than you would if he brought desserts, but that would be the only condition. And then it would only last like twice. I'd take him from his hand and then I would close the door in his face. That's how I would handle that okay. situation. See, you're the smarter one. Listen, um, I mean, I think I'm going to have some unpopular opinions about Emily and Brennan tonight. <gasps> oh, I want to hear them. Well, it's not, I still feel the same. I feel like Emily's really trying. I feel really bad for her because she's obviously, her confidence is down. I think he's really trying to control a very large narrative that was very obvious in the Pia situation. Um, I thought Pia was going to snap his neck at one point. I will say, and, and, and then we'll break it down, but I just want to get my unpopular opinion out first on Brennan. I obviously have been hard on him. I think that he is a D-bag in a lot of ways. I think that he's cold. I think he's calculating. This is all just shit I'm watching from a reality show. So it could, you know, could, could be wrong, obviously. Um, but I 
felt this big revelation on after party that um that uh Keisha seemed to to believe he had oh emo- I, everything that they I don't even know how to word it. So in the conversation with Pia, he kept saying, if I don't have emotions for this, I don't have that romantic feeling for her. He kept saying that. Okay. Right. And he said, I just don't have it. I don't have that feelings. I don't have the feeling, so I don't act on it. And then on after party, when Kia was like, don't you understand why she was trying to say, you need to say your emotions because those are your feelings. And he was like, yeah, but we just don't have that spark. Keisha goes, there it is. You just need to say that. I'm like, that's just a different word for. I was going to say that was, that was a reach, Keisha. Yeah. That, it, that it, didn't, it, I agree. And yeah. he even, and it, it, it almost like, it almost convinced him that, and I thought, no, you were, he was, listen, do I think that he could be kinder to Emily? Yes. Do I think this whole situation sucks? Yes. But do I think that he was pretty clear that he just doesn't have the romantic interest in her and it didn't have to be some big weird revelation that was just the word spark instead? I don't know why it annoyed me. I was like, he's he is telling you guys that he's not romantically interested in her. Well, he can't say why. Now, on After Party, he finally said, look, she talked about one night stand. She talked about partying. She talked about being ghosted all the time. She came out a little, a little hot with a little too much honesty a little too soon. Apparently that turned him off. That's kind of what we assumed, right? And and do you think if well, I, I first of all, I want to say I feel exactly the same way. When Keish when he said I didn't have a spark and Keisha's like, there it is. I'm like, now you're just that 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 doesn't make any sense. That that those are what he was saying. It's exactly what he said. Like I think yeah. that was Keisha's mistake. Um, she jumped on it too soon, you know, like she didn't think about it. And then I is that kind of what he said that tonight about about the cheat that Emily said she liked one night stands and the the whole thing about being ghosted and partying? If he just said those things, were those the things he wasn't saying? For example, to Cal, I, and I think if he just said them, then because they could have had a conversation about right, it. Yes, right. Because look, I think Emily is who she is. I can't even with that preview where he says something about her being negative. I'm like, no, she is. Oh, I mean, we've seen this girl be a real champion through this um, bitch bounces back. (laughs) Yeah. Like like I've never seen. Yeah. And did we, again, we said it from the beginning. She came on a little strong with a blurred asshole and, and uh, I just get ghosted (laughs) and whatever, but she is who she is. She needs someone who likes her for who she is. Period. She doesn't need to feel judged. Right. And, so it does feel like he's slightly judging her. However, if it's just that those things turned him off, he's afraid to say it on camera. I'm like, she already said it on camera for herself. She couldn't right. be more honest about who she is and what kind, what her personality is like. And it's very clear now she's trying to be in a relationship with one person. So, right. okay. And and so if if he just can't get past that and holds that against her, if that's just his thing where he's like, that turned me off, it is what it is. It sucks. But he doesn't need to be so secretive about it because she's literally put it all out there since the the matchmaking special at this point. She's not, you know, it's not like she's tried to hide it. And then since then, we've only seen her, I feel, try to be the adult in the room uh, since basically after the honeymoon. Right. Yeah. She's not, she's very clearly Emily. 
you know, she's not hiding anything. And I don't think there's anything he could say that could embarrass her. I mean, once you get your asshole blurred on network television, <laughs> it's all uphill in terms of potential embarrassment. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think, I think she's a trooper and she would welcome any, you know, conversation. And the fact that she's been so direct with him too. I mean, I know it's on camera and again, this whole on camera, off camera, we don't know what they talk about off camera, but when she says to him and, you know, tell me the truth, I want the truth. It's okay for you to tell me the truth. Um, Cause I was thinking like, part of me when the experts would ask him something and he would say, well, I don't, that's not nice. Or I don't want to get into it. Like when Pia's like, well, what is it that you don't like? I I'm racking my brain. Like, I don't think it's like physical aspects of her that he doesn't like that. He doesn't want to say, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just, it, he confuses me a little too. That's the thing is he is confusing, ba- ba- continually saying, I don't want to say it. Let's be mindful. That got real heated and spicy yeah. with mm-hmm. Pia. She says, do you, Emily, do you think I'm not being mindful of you? And Emily's like, no, I don't care. I'm not uncomfortable. I just, I'm past all that. Basically, I've already been rejected on camera. I just want to know what it is. And, and, I it is weird that he couldn't just say what he said on after party and be like, yes, that she said about it. She told me she's had a lot of one night stands. She told me that she gets ghosted all the time. She told me she really likes to party. It was just not my jam. Which, by the way, hello experts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, I mean, hello. Um, and so I believe him when he said it on after party. I don't know why that was so hard for him to say in that meeting. And so I do think his dancing around was the compute confusing part, but he did say more than once, I just don't have that feeling. And that's nothing different than what he said on after party. That, so I was just, I just felt like, no, he's, I mean, I, and I honestly started to think maybe he just doesn't know. Sometimes you don't know. There have been people that I thought, yeah, just not interested. And I thought I yeah. would be, but we got on a couple dates and no, I mean, obviously not recently because I'm married, but in the past and yeah. And so I, at some point I was almost kind of not feel sorry for him, but I just thought, why are we beating this down? He's just saying it's not there. Nobody's, nobody's grilling Austin as to why he won't pull his dick out. Right. Uh, yeah. That's true too, which I think there should be more grilling about why people aren't pulling their dicks out, Sarah, because <laughs> Because I prefer that grilling over this one because we're not yes. getting anywhere with Brennan. Okay. And and I thought actually on after party, he just tried to be as honest as he could. And I don't think he was mean. I I think that, sorry, I'm just ranting, but on, I do think that on camp I was confused because she said a few times he tries to sort of control the narrative. She's told us that on after party, right? He doesn't want to say certain things, and he was like, and he said before, yeah, when you're on camera, you want to think about how you're talking to people, this and that. But that weird thing with Pia and it looked like when they, when she came in, Emily, Emily said, yeah, I think we're, yeah, it feels like we're back on track. And he's like, yeah. And I thought, no, what? You guys yeah. aren't back on any tracks. And Emily knows that. So are you telling her to say that? Or is she just trying to be upbeat, again, positive for him? It, it's so confusing. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's I liked seeing him on After Party tonight because it does 
humanize him a little bit more to me. But then there's also the same bullshit with the first question out of the gate when Keisha's like, so Brennan, um, how do you feel like, you know, when that, when you're about to meet with the experts or what do you think about those meetings? And he's like, yeah, really look forward to it. You know, really look forward to those. You know, I'm going to be like, yeah, clearly, clearly yeah. it's a highlight in your day. He's like, yeah, you know, they're just there to help and really looking forward to it. And literally him and Pia almost came to fisticuffs. I mean, <laughs> I don't, you know. And I, even when she was coming over, he goes, yeah, I wonder what her intentions are. Yeah. Thought, well, to help you guys. And, and look. To make you look bad, Brennan. That's yes. what this entire show is. That's okay. That's where we're at. It does feel like he's completely on the defense. Yeah. And I and I I I I'm not saying I feel bad for him, but in a way I do because I don't think he realizes how much worse he's making it. Yeah. Whereas if he would just say, Look, you kind of came on strong, like you're a party girl. I don't really feel like you're ready for marriage. I already said a million times divorce isn't an option, even though it clearly is an option because at the end of the eight weeks, as I keep <laughs> saying, they actually ask you if you want to stay married or get a divorce. Yeah. Um, One of then, the two so, options, yeah, in fact. It's, uh-huh. it's the whole point of the show. Um, so I, I think if he wasn't, I don't know, I, it, if he wasn't so seemingly controlling in the way that he's trying to get Emily, not to say certain things because when she was making all the squinty faces, which I mean, she's yeah. got to be a meme already because that uh, that just makes me laugh. When she's just like, "What? What's going on?" and and he goes, "Oh, yeah, I think that's just like your thinking face, right?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and she I said, mean, "No, it's my thinking, and also confused, and also uncomfortable, and also frustrated, frustrated." And, yeah. So I I do think he's. I believe her on after party a couple of times when she said he's trying to control this narrative on camera and trying to get her to not say certain things on camera well, too. I mean, the the scene tonight with Pia with him literally trying to basically have a timeout on camera with Emily to to sort of you know, again control that situation was crazy. I mean, that that level of him trying to handle the conversation between Pia and Emily was, was very telling to me. It was, this is my wife and um, I'm just going to make sure she's okay. It's not your job to make sure she's okay. That's my job. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I did those two. I feel like there's probably not a lot of love lost between Pia. Yeah. Just going to take a wild guess. Right. What do you mean, Sarah? You don't think that (laughs) the next time he hears that, you know, Pia's coming over. He's not going to look forward to it, like he says. <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, I'm waiting for him to snap because he didn't snap last week at the wigs. The two wigs. Who are you? And, and why? why are you here? And <laughs> he he did kind of snap, I guess, at Pia a couple of times. Hey, it? A little controlling. Yeah. Um, but I. I Again, I think that's for him. That's his. It's a comfort level for him, right? I think he thinks, okay, if this, if she says this, I'm going to look bad, or if I say this, I'm going to look bad. Yeah. And instead, you're just making it worse. But when, when the the conversation that went in circles about, so it looks like you're trying to protect here. Is there an emotion attached to that? 
And what might it be? I don't know. It's just emotion. Just how I am when I care about people. But so you're protective. You're protective of her. And then, um, that what what's the emotion? I mean, that caught that just kept going back and forth until I thought I would just. I, if oh, yeah. I was Emily, I just got. I would have been like, I'm just going to be back when you two figure this out. You yeah. guys now are now you two are the problem. I'm going to go have a smoke. <laughs> I would be so over it. I. I understand what they're doing. I understand Pia, and again, being able to attach an emotion. But I don't think that it's the fact that he, he, I think every, like, they need to call the bullshit in the moment. It's not that he doesn't, the guy knows words. He's a bright guy. I don't think Brennan's a dumb man. He definitely could find the right words. The The fact of the matter is he doesn't want to for a particular reason. And he's shared that it's because he doesn't want to make Emily feel bad, which we can all see that as he doesn't want to look bad himself. I mean, this isn't a fucking whodunit. It's all very it's, clear. I know it is all thank you. And that's why I'm that's why I, I, I'm so confused why everyone I actually in a weird way, I don't agree with him about his stance on therapy and all this stuff. I think it can really help people. He felt like he even kind of tried to clear that up in after party. It's fine. I understand being told on camera that you need think you probably need individual therapy and can you can kind of get he got defensive about it even though obviously she didn't mean anything negative by that, but whatever. But I it, it it's like you said there's no who done it when he when when they left, when she left and and Emily and Brennan were talking about it and he says they kept harping on the emotions thing. And he, and he's like, I just, I can't help how I feel. And she says, well, you do have feelings, but you don't know what they are. And he's like, they are that I don't have them for you. I don't have romantic feelings for you. Like, and, and, and so I don't really, I guess I'm just like, why does everyone need a very specific answer for him for why he doesn't have the romantic feelings? Why? Well, Am I am I insane? I, no. I, I, I like Emily. I want her to feel good. I don't want her to feel bad. And I think this is all making it worse. I don't understand. Nobody's asking everyone else why they don't have. Nobody's asking Claire why she's not turned on, except for Cameron. He said, "Is there something I am doing that's turning you off?" And she said, "No." But uh, you know, is is Emily supposed to? Does she need to say that? Does she have to go? What am I doing that turns you off? And then he could go, "Well, you could talk about partying I, a lot. You talk about." One night stands, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't like that. Like, and she could be like, okay, I just, this is just my sense of humor and my personality. Can we figure it out? Something like that, I guess. But I guess I just don't understand everyone wanting to identify the reason someone isn't into somebody. Sometimes you just fucking aren't. And I'm not defending him. I'm just confused. I am too. I think that there, I, I agree with you. I think that they're asking the wrong question. The only question I would really want to ask him is, okay, it's fair. You can say, you know, that you don't have romantic feelings towards Emily. I'd want to know a little bit more in depth what changed from the honeymoon to now. And then maybe that's where you get those answers of like, oh, well, she said, you know, the ghosting, the whatever, the whatever. Because there were some, you know, even Emily said like, he liked me. There were some moments like, you know, she knew he was attracted to her. Maybe he, he got a boner. Who knows? Whatever. They little touchy feely that they probably in their shared. clothed shower. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's so bizarre too, isn't it? Unless <laughs> that was like he's like, are there cameras up? And I mean, who knows? 
Like a, oh, right. It's almost like I, paranoid, you know? Yeah. Well, I think – see, that, but the, okay. And now that you bring that up, now I'm going to go another direction because now I'm confused again. She said that shit at the wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, asked, so it wasn't – so it's not because she asked him if he likes to party. She asked him that before they were down the aisle almost. Yes. <laughs> that was like so, the first question. Do you party? Does your family party? Yeah. She said she got white girl wasted at their reception. She told him that. So, so, so those things didn't come out and then him change on the honeymoon. Now, my question is, was he just sort of trying to have some fun on the honeymoon and was there never really anything there? And is she trying to attach and get an oh. answer because she thought they were having a good time? And then he was like, I don't know. She fell. She the weave happened. Like everything's just a lot with this person. <laughs> Even though, again, she's a, in my book that just makes her more appealing because she's a fucking trooper. But I'm just trying to see it from his side in the sense of is is it just like it's just it's I I can't tell it to you because you can't basically be like well I just don't I don't it's just not for me. This personality yeah. isn't for me, and and that's okay, but. He knows she's a sweet girl. I mean, he, you know, even for the one second, even though he's coming off annoying and kind of controlling, he was he was being a little bit protective of her. He's just digging his. I mean, he's just digging this hole. He's digging a hole for me. I'm gonna go yeah. into an early grave watching all these conversations. I know, Sarah. I'll be honest. I mean, I I have so many thoughts about these fucking people. It's it's unsettling. <laughs> I know. And this episode, I just kept going back and forth because I. You know, I, I definitely am not uh, running around in a Team Brennan shirt, but I just thought, uh, are, is it just that? Is, is it just that I, this just isn't for me? And why are we trying to make him say why? What is? I don't listen. I think a lot of times, and I'll this is going to come across as a real generalization, but I think a lot of times women are like, "What is it about me?" Right? We we wear that. Um, we we go to that place instead of just realizing doesn't really have to be anything negative about you, right? This isn't a you problem. Right. Same with Lauren and Orion. I mean, this isn't a her problem. It's not that right. she's, uh, you know, he is, it, something in his head is is the way he is. Now, do I think Brennan, Orion, and myself could all benefit from a a therapy after this episode? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you just feel like you really stopped, uh, you're just... You just, I'm all ramped up and you're just like staring at me like I'm a crazy well, person. No, I'm just, I'm, 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 well, number one, you are a crazy person. You're my favorite crazy person, <laughs> but no, I, I'm just, it's, it's exhausting. And we just watch the goddamn show and talk about it. I can't imagine, I can't imagine for one second what it's like to be Lauren or Emily or I mean shit even Brennan on this episode it's got to be exhausting. Yeah, and I feel again I feel bad because I think Emily is searching for an answer and I and I think the 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 even Becca right when she was talking to her she said you know that you're attractive right and em, even if he's not attracted to you you understand you're attractive and Emily got teared up and to me yeah. I thought this is what's happening is she's taking all this personally. That's why she's on this truffle hunt for an answer that I just don't think is is one. I think the answer is, is the experts effed up and gave them a, a couple that just is not a match. He's not a match for her. 
there's none of it makes sense. Uh, I, I don't, I just like, just everyone needs to go and the show needs to be 10 minutes long next episode. I know. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I wish we, is there any way we could get time back from the show? Could they add time to our lives back in some form of payment? Because that would be nice. You're going to sue them for emotional distress. Yeah. Well, I will you, say, obviously, um, we love watching it, which is why we can't stop talking about it. So they're going to say that it's a us problem and they're going to be right. I mean, it, no question. We, it is an us problem. I, I actually, I know the thing you just said about Brennan and Emily not being a match. I agree with it, but then I also have more opinions on how I almost don't agree with it, but I actually think we're going to head over to Patreon to talk okay. about it because we have kept these nice people here for well over the time okay. that we should have. We got it. Yes. We will go over to Patreon where we have more thoughts because we do keep talking about this and I'll probably flip my opinion 47 more times. Same. Um, and I just want to say, I hope everyone's okay after this episode, all of us. <laughs> And uh, if you can join us on Patreon, that's great. It's only $7 a month. There's a ton, ton, ton of content, including your bonus Thursday content. If you cannot um, and you want to do a little supportive thing, you can pop us a, a quick five-star review on Apple or Spotify, maybe in a line, uh, you know, say an ad a girl that you enjoy us um, and keep and stay subscribed. And, uh, and then we'll see you next Thursday. And we appreciate all of you listening. And don't forget to go to sarahcolona.com and maryrodzinski.com for our tour dates. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?